Welcome to season two of Odd Tales. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Odd Tales. We are on season two. Um, don't ask me how many episodes I'm going to have in this season because I still don't know. Um, I hope everybody had a great holiday once again. Um, Christmas, New Year, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Hope it was great. Um, today, I told y'all season two was going to be different because I'm having a bunch of different and new guests. And today I have a very new guest with me. Um, he is, I met him on Twitter. Um, we actually just linked the other day. I mean, I've been following him for a while, but he just started following me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was like, oh, maybe he'll notice one day, whatever. (laughs) So he finally noticed. (laughs) <laughs> his name don't laugh <laughs> so everybody welcome Penrose to the show hey how you doing today I'm good I'm good don't do me like that <laughs> I'm saying I followed you like some months ago and I was like oh okay maybe he's not the type to like follow back that's cool whatever nah you know what I'm honestly very bad with like paying attention to when I get new followers on Twitter and a lot of times like when we first started doing this I used to follow everybody back, and then I like not to like get a big head. I had to like stop stop doing that because I was like, yo, the only people I'm gonna follow back is people who have shows. So I stopped paying attention to who was following me because I was like, yo, if you just a listener following me, not to sound bad, but like, isn't that the point of having the platform so you can get listeners to follow you, not necessarily to follow them back? You know what I mean? So for like the longest time. I stopped paying attention to who was following me. So it has nothing to do. I'm so sorry. I do feel bad, though. Because I did see that, and I was like, oh, you are such an asshole, Penrose. Like, <laughs> I know this has been it's a minute. Fine. So I feel horrible. It's fine. I mean, you you followed me back a couple of days ago, so you made up for it. You kind of late, but it's cool. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for still accepting me with open arms. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Um, so go ahead and tell the people about yourself, what you do, your podcast, all that. Um, for those who've never heard me, if you were then eardropping my voice, let me start by saying you're welcome. Um, my name is Penrose Eames. Uh, I'm one half of We Got the Draws the Podcast with my homie Black Paco. Uh, I've been podcasting since like 2015, late 2015. Started out as a as a conglomerate. We were called the the Grime Lords, and then uh, moved on into Penrose versus anybody, which is still my show, which is still something I do. It just took a very very long hiatus because of certain situations, and then uh, I'm here doing We Got the Draws the Podcast with the homie Black Paco now. Uh, which, if you've never heard, we got the draws. It is the title. It's definitely dedicated um, to Tommy Ford from Martin, and um, the show is really about. It's just our way of bringing like real life situations to the light with a little bit of positivity and a whole lot of humor, uh, and well, a whole lot of positivity and a little bit of humor involved with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, if you want to tell them where to follow you at, you can do that now. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter, at Penroseems, everywhere else, at Penroseems. If you don't know how to spell that, that's probably your fault. I'm not teaching. So. <laughs> no worries, guys. I'll have it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll have all his info in there. And you guys should check out the podcast. They're hilarious. They're like, you guys are like the perfect duo. Um, Yo, everybody says that. Like... <laughs> You the guys funny, are. And the funny part is like, we, yeah, I mean, we are, 
But like that's my man's like like it's funny when like because I met I met Paco through podcasting. You see what I'm saying? So we already had the mutual interest. And it's 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 a difference when like you meet somebody and like y'all just cool. You know what I'm saying? Like me and this dude just like immediately hit it off at like a really, really dope ass friendship. So that's how we react in life. So a lot of people they just work together. Nah, me and this nigga, like, that's my friend. So like sometimes it's like we at each other neck Then like I'm calling this nigga For advice Then the nigga Calling me for advice Like it's like a real You know what I mean So like Our energy comes from Like I think it's dope Because like Even from the jump When we wasn't even Talking about fucking With each other Like everybody used to be Like yo Y'all niggas need to Work together And then one day mm-hmm. It just came to fruition And uh It was something That neither one of us Ever really was trying To attack We both was just like Nah we good Nah, we good. Nah, we good. <laughs> and then, like, one day the stars aligned, and it was just like, yo, let's get this shit popping. So, I don't know. So, thank so you. So, who hit up who? Um, Once, like, everything started aligning. I think it was more of a thing. So, all right. So, when he originally uh, walked away from the original show he was on, or mm-hmm. I won't say he walked away. They split. However, <coughs> excuse me, that, that whole thing came about. Um, I had already left my original show. You know what I mean? My original show had broke up and I was doing Penrose versus anybody. So it became a thing mm-hmm. of where like I had him on um an episode and then it was just like fuck it. I just had him on like a couple episodes, like a couple weeks in a row. And oh, the conversation okay. just came up and was like, yo, why don't we just do this together? So, you know, and we formed we got the draws. Which he just reminded me today that we coming up like tomorrow not tomorrow, but New Year's Day is actually our one year anniversary for We Got the Draws the Podcast. So Oh really? Yeah. So. Are y'all gonna do anything special? Um, I I'm I'm gonna put something together. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie, like I feel a little little bad that I didn't realize that, that was our one year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. He sent me he sent me the first show today, like nigga, look at the date. I was like, Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, so um <laughs> Congratulations to us. You know what I mean? We made it. Like, yeah, um, but, definitely. Nah, but we definitely going to record. Um, we definitely got to drop something, you know, so. Yeah, you got to <laughs> do a special one-year anniversary episode. Exactly. It's a one-year one anniversary, so it's probably a one-year wrap-up. So if you hear your name in my show, you know my act, get at me. A lot of people be scared when I say something, but, you know. I ain't going to say scared. I ain't going to say scared. Let me, let me take that back. I'm not going to say act like I'm the big bad wolf. But, like, I don't know. Sometimes I think. Like I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I think because you're so vocal and you're, you really speak your mind, you don't, you're not afraid to say whatever you want to say. So yeah. that kind of intimidates people. I mean, I like it, though. I think. I feel I respect you. people that speak their mind and tell you how they really feel and don't sugarcoat. You don't sugarcoat anything. You don't do that on the show either. So that's I can see how people are intimidated by that. But it's like grow up. Like but, and that's my thing. It's always been that's why like I I I posted on Twitter one day. I was like, I've always been the shooter because I expect niggas to shoot back. Like it's Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. ever think that I'm ever gonna get into a, a fisticuffs with a nigga for real. If I do, that's like damn nigga, you really was mad. You know what I mean? But like at the end right. of the day, it's Twitter, and I do feel like there's certain situations that need to actually be spoke upon or talked about or brought to the light. It's not necessarily that we always got to be beefing or you always got to be trying to drag somebody or put somebody business on the streets. Nah, you know what I'm saying? But I just kind of feel like. 
like you said, like I'm I'm very loud and passionate about the, the things I talk about. And either A, mm-hmm. some people just don't want to deal with that energy. I feel like it is. Mm-hmm. And then B, I don't know. It might be intimidation. I don't know, but I'm like the ghetto EF Hutton. A lot of times I talk and niggas shut the fuck up. I appreciate it. I don't understand why it is, but I definitely appreciate it. So. <laughs> Well, y'all shouldn't be intimidated. You're, I mean, I haven't, this is like the first time we've ever talked. Um, yeah. So I don't know how you are, but just from the little interaction we had so far, you're very sweet. You're nice. So, but then, like I said, I don't really know you. So I don't know the other side of you or anything like that. But I mean, I think so far you're pretty cool. You're nice. So a, y'all shouldn't I'm... be intimidated. Yeah, no doubt. I don't want to intimidate nobody. My old girl, my old lady, no, my old girl. My old lady calls me a, um, she's like, you're just a lovable asshole. She was like, yeah, ass, yeah, dickhead, like, you're mean, but it's easy to love you. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> so. Oh, well, um, an early anniversary, I probably put something on Twitter about it too, but um, early anniversary to you guys. Um, I did want to ask you though, because this was brought up in my first episode for season two with Baylor. He said you guys are considered the black sheep of podcasting. Yeah, me and Paco. Yeah, but yeah. why? For the same reason you just said. Like, all right, so listen, so. Just, just off jump, we've always been the niggas that was like, oh, you niggas are scared to talk about that? We're going to talk about it. You niggas are scared to say this? We're going to say it. Like, Or the the just just the loudest niggas in the room. But, you know, usually the loudest niggas room in the room is the weakest niggas in the room. Well, we just kind of always been the loudest niggas in the room and was able to back shit up. Um, in the very small realm of podcasting that we're in, it's definitely been like some exciting moments that have happened, some moments that have happened that have uh, made us look brighter than um, what what we thought we were. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, at different times, and so I feel like how can I say this? Well, I ain't trying to ruffle nobody's feathers. So I made a statement a long time ago, and it made niggas mad. But I mean, shit. I'm just. This is the only way I know how to like literally legitimize how I feel about myself and definitely how I feel about Paco watching him come up through um, the, you know, come up through podcasts in the way he did. And I asked him one mm-hmm. day, we was on a show, the show that like literally pissed a lot of people off and it kind of shook the table a little bit. I asked him, I said, yo, did you feel like you was the Mike Jordan of your team? And he was like, nah. And I was like, well, that's fucked up because I definitely was the Mike Jordan of mine. <laughs> and so, like, real shit. Like, and niggas got mad behind that. Like, I literally had to sit down and talk to my friends. Like, yo, I didn't mean, like, y'all niggas wasn't shit. Like, I just felt like my 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 light is that bright. So, a lot of times when you have that kind of attitude, when you have that kind of cockiness, and when you kind of have a, a a way about yourself that, rub, you got you to gotta understand, man, having this much brashness and confidence rubs a lot of niggas the wrong way. So when you rub people the wrong way, it's not necessarily we black sheep in the sense that niggas don't want to fuck with you. A lot of times niggas just don't know how to fuck with you. And and in 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 the realm of quote unquote entertainment and again in the small circle that we're in, I find that 
everybody like the, the the small circle that we're in is like the hood and niggas is trying to find their way out the fucking hood so when it seems like you have a black stain on you they'd rather not work with you in order to keep their own image clean so they can get to the next level you see what i'm saying it's like i always i told a story about doing an interview with a girl i did an interview with crystal clear she interviewed me and we was talking about uh barry the girl that runs pies and color and me and barry didn't didn't uh, at the time, we had like a verbal back and forth, but a lot of people was treating Barry as if she was like the key to the black community. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, she just another chick. Like she ain't even got a show. <laughs> she had it. Like, don't get me wrong. Her her her, her website was dedicated to uplifting uh, black podcasts and getting the 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 know out there that you existed. Like even me and my crew, we was even like her podcast of the week at one point. So it wasn't that she was doing like negative things. She was just real negative about the way that she talked to people. And so for me, I was like, mm -hmm. fuck you. You know what I mean? Like who the fuck are you? And so yeah. at that time, um, when I did the interview, like uh, the, the girl Crystal Clear, she bleeped everything out every time I said the girl Barry's name and so I was just like yo people was like yo why you ain't say the name I was like yo it's not my show so I don't control the edits niggas literally was afraid that if Barry didn't like you you wasn't gonna make it to the next level fuck that nigga I got to where the fuck I'm at cause of me you know what I'm saying? Like right. the, all of, and that's how, and that's why niggas be like, we the black sheep, because I don't give a fuck who you are. I appreciate everybody that's creative. I appreciate any nigga that'll take the time to actually put their money into this shit, that'll take their time to travel. We done had niggas travel to come see us. We done travel to see niggas. We done threw parties. Like I, 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 I appreciate everybody, yo. The drunken nights, fucking Jones from Stasis High, like, you see niggas moving. You see what I'm saying? TOS podcast, like, you, you, like, I've literally watched niggas start from the beginning. But the reason a lot of niggas continue to fuck with me to this day is because I've always been a nigga. I don't give a fuck who you think you are, how big you think you are. My nuts is probably bigger, and if you willing to fucking have that contest, I'm willing to fucking show them. And so, because of that attitude, a lot of people don't want to fuck with me. And I'm good with it, though. Hmm. Well, I see now. And <laughs> is, is this the same for Black Taco or are I got asking myself? I mean, you would you I, I feel like I feel like in in a way it's it's the same for him, but I mean, you would mm -hmm. have to you would have to get his personal version of the story. I'm just like I'm just very Penrose. Like think about it. Think about it. And again, I'm not tooting my own horn, but you know like mm -hmm. it took it took niggas the longest time to ask me what the fuck that my name meant. And then when I finally had the conversation, somebody said it like niggas was like, niggas didn't want to ask what that name meant because niggas didn't want to sound stupid. How can you sound stupid about some shit you don't know? Right. A lot of people just don't want to talk to you because they don't understand something. And instead of sounding ignorant, they just rather bypass it. Or a lot of niggas felt like I'm going to try to make them feel stupid anyway. And I'm not. Like, I, I'm just a nigga that like to talk. I'm an asshole. I am going to try to disprove you if I feel like you're wrong, but... I'm still, I'm still just Penrose. You know what I mean? I don't bite. So do you, do you intentionally? Do you feel like you're in, intentionally being an asshole to people, or no? Um, I feel like I give everybody a fair chance. Um, I feel like yeah. I'm not an asshole to you until you give me a reason to be. I'm not that person that's just gotcha. out here looking to pick fights and do all of that dumb shit. But like, yeah. again. This podcasting, it's the world of quote unquote entertainment. And and a lot of this shit is like wrestling. Like niggas is trying to get their motherfucking name known 
off of bullshit and 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 shit they really not doing. Am I wrong for calling you out about it? Am I wrong for not being afraid to like share my real life and actually try to try to excel to the next level off of being a dad that works a regular job? Like a lot of these niggas, like a lot of podcast niggas is rap niggas. They use their podcast platform is to be something that they're totally fucking not. Am I wrong for not fucking with you? Am I wrong for you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is so yeah, it's not it's not like I'm intentionally being an asshole. I'm an asshole if you give me a reason to be. Now, if you're my friend, I'm probably a dick to you all the time, but that's in a funny way. <laughs> Real shit. If you're my friend, you get this 24-7. Pause. But, like, as just, like, just in general, mm-hmm. I feel like even in my personal life, yeah, you got to be able to, you got to have thick skin to fuck with me. Like, I had a woman tell me one time, this girl told me she was, it's somebody in the pie game, too. Um, and she was like, you know what your problem is? I was like, what? She was like, you don't like girly girls. You don't you don't need women. You can't date a girl that has like a whole lot of fucking emotions. And I was like, word. Like, I don't. And this is why I can't deal with soft-ass niggas. Like, my old lady. Like, she a woman. She got woman emotions. But she got, you know what I mean? She kind of tough. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of like nagging and whining and shit. So like when niggas come and nag and whine, I'm just like, how? <laughs> and so, you know. I get into a lot of arguments and shit over shit like that, dumb shit like that. But anyway, enough about that. I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You are absolutely fine. Okay, so another question. Um, I know you heard me and Baylor on my first episode. Right. He said you would get a shot if uh, <laughs> the oh, four if, of us. <laughs> if we did the, for, for <laughs> <laughs> Talking about if we if we really masked up, <laughs> right? And I feel like like okay, just first of all, it was his idea, and I was just going with it, right? And then right. all of a sudden, it just turned into something I was not expecting. He said he was gonna run. He said you gonna get a shot. I can't remember what he. Oh, he said uh, black taco can't lie, so we all screwed. So, and I just don't understand <laughs> how. This is, this is why you gotta. See, for one, like, all right, Baylor, for one, Baylor wasn't going to run. Baylor, Baylor is like, what's, what's what's the word I'm trying to, I wish, okay, so we'd be on the timeline joking about this text message, and I wish, nigga, I wish I was at liberty to tell you this text that Baylor made a mistake and sent to us one night that had niggas looking at their phone like, I don't know if the cops supposed to come to my house, I don't know if, if, <laughs> Who the fuck is this nigga? (laughs) So, I know Baylor's not going to run for one, all right? But you might want to use that nigga as the fucking getaway driver. Me getting a shot. In a Prius, though? Huh? In a Prius? I mean, but don't put him in a Prius. Maybe we use somebody (laughs) else's car. (laughs) Maybe. Hey, listen. If you're from the hood like I'm from the hood, we've already... Like, you already found, like, an expensive crackhead. Like, that nigga that do crack but don't want nobody to know. And he probably mm-hmm. got, like, that old-ass sedan from, like, the mid-90s. Well, that shit's already in the hood on, like, crack lending. So, cool. We got a getaway car, right? So, mm-hmm. if, if if the crackhead car get caught, the nigga already got enough money to keep his shit out of it. Boom. Bailey the getaway driver. 
Um, me getting a shot, there is a very high chance of this. Like oh my I'm, God. I'm the only nigga I know. Listen, and again, this is me not tooting my own horn. This is actually me admitting to being fucking dumb. I'm the only nigga I know that have had a pistol pulled on him multiple times, and I run my mouth through the entire occasion. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> so, like, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of niggas is pussy and shit out here. And I feel like one day, and I hope this never happens, one day I'm going to meet that nigga that's not that pussy. But I don't want to get shot. I'm not saying that. But I have, like, so the chances of us getting shot in Baylor scenario, yeah, that's very, very high. But um, but then this, but th- but look, this is why we got to go in the right way. Niggas can't just go in with some sporadic ass plan. Put me in a position where the fuck I don't have to talk to nobody. And then guess what? That lowers your chance of me running my mouth and getting a shot. Put us in a position where Paco don't have to talk to nobody. That lowers your chance of Paco having to tell the truth or lie on the motherfucking spot. So you put Baylor in the car. What are, what are we doing, though? Are we robbing a bank? Where are we going? Well, he said we were going to jump the IRS because I was telling him how they were trying to charge me $800 for my um, cake business. Right, And then he was right. like, well, we could just jump them. And I was like, okay, word. And then it just went from there. It's, it's but, just went left. Huh? You said but yeah, what? It just went left. But look, like, you can't just keep your mouth shut. Like, do you have to talk? I mean, I don't have to, but (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel like life is a movie. So I'm always that nigga that's like, yo, if it ever goes down, when they make the movie about my life, this part is going to be in it. So I got to make it as happy as as it it can be. (laughs) I'm like that that nigga that gives his son, like, the coach. Uh, halftime, we down by 40 speech when he gets a fucking A on his report card. You know what I mean? I'm like that nigga. Like, you know what I mean? So everything in my life has to be done epic. So if we ever for real was to jump the IRS, if the IRS was people and we had to jump them niggas and like tie some niggas up and put them in the basement until we got your 800 back. Yeah. But see, I don't know. We got to go vest up then. We can't go in a situation with no vest if I'm part of the situation because I'm probably going to run my mouth. Oh my! Okay, so unless what? unless listen unless we was on some covert shit, if we was like, I right, bet we gotta oh. sneak up on these niggas and get these niggas, now I can shut the fuck up. Then it's just if some <laughs> niggas got some guns pulled on us, we not pussy. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh my! Okay, so what I just learned from this is <laughs> I cannot be a part of y'all little crew because it just sounds like a disaster because no one knows. The way that my life is set up, I know we're going to end up in that situation. And then <laughs> <laughs> you are just going to start running your mouth. And I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, please be quiet. And then it's just going to go downhill. So I just I, know I can't be a part of whatever anything is planned with the four of us. Well, listen, this again, this is why you got to go in covert. You got to go in on some shit like I put. OK, nope. You put Paco and Baylor in the van, right? And me and you, me and you go and jump the IRS. You let Paco drive. Baylor slide the door open and close. We throw some niggas in. They drive off. We dump our masks. Go have some breakfast at Denny's. Actually, nah, niggas is getting shot at Denny's. Did you see that shit? No. Yo, some, some niggas got murdered at the Denny's out here. 
Like, who goes to Denny's and gets murdered? Oh, my God. Are you it's, serious? For one, who the fuck robs Denny's? Like, how are you not dumb enough to know that Denny's is the brokest chain restaurant out? Like, Denny's make less right. money than Waffle House. Like, what are we talking about? But Denny's I didn't even know about. people still went to Denny's. That's what I'm saying. Listen, if you're within it dropping my voice and you have self-respect and you still go to Denny's, you need to check yourself. Like, <laughs> like real shit. Like, who eats at a Denny's, yo? Tell me. So they were like, trying to, they were trying to rob Denny's. They did. So they walked up in the joint. It was like one person, maybe like two people eating there, and like somebody that worked there. And they, they shot the two people that was eating there. One of them died. One of them is in like, I don't know if it's in critical condition or whatever. But anyway, they got off for $37. Are you serious? Please tell me you're joking. Nah. Then the two people life going over $37, yo. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. It's not that serious, dude. It's not, yo. But it makes you it makes you think, yo. Like I, every time I hear something like that, I always mm-hmm. think back to something I heard Jay said. Like he Jay in the interview, he was like, yo, like you got to think about why that person did what they did. Not just the fact that yo this kid sells crack. Why is this kid selling crack? So true indeed. This kid, these kids did whatever they did, or whoever the fuck. Because I don't think they caught the people yet. They did what they did, but like. Why? Why are you at? The, how did you get to the point in your life where robbing the Denny's was an option? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever thought about that? You ever seen somebody and be like, "Yo, that, they in a fucked up spot." Like a lot of times we see people and we like, "Yo, they fucked up," or "They, they this, they that." How did they get there? I think we forget to stop and think about that. Now I'm not excusing that these niggas robbed this Denny's and, and killed this one person and damn near killed two people. I'm not excusing this at all. But it does kind of bring a light to maybe we should pay a little bit more attention to each other as people. But people don't care enough to do that. And 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 I, I, I agree, but can we not... It's like Cat Williams said, can we not like... Can, can, do you not have five people outside of your immediate family that you would want to care about? Because I feel like if you don't, that you live a sad existence. But if you do then actually care about those people. If you don't have five people outside your immediate family that you could be like, yo, I fuck with this person. What are you doing with yourself in life? Because isn't the point of life like outreach, outspread, networking, getting bigger? Yeah, but not... I mean... I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying five people that you can call like best friend. Let me clear that. Right. I'm not saying like five people that should be all in your fucking business. Shit like that. What if it's, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe two of these people are your friends, three of these people are your friends, and two of these people are business associates. You know what I'm saying? You got, I mean, everybody right. has like one or two friends. I'm not saying like, yeah, everybody is supposed to be like an extended family before anybody right. want to come at my neck. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know how people Why be, does man. it sound like do you have to deal with this all the time? People always coming for you? No, 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 no. no. Okay. No. I just I just be talking shit. I don't I'm not that famous. I'm not, I'm not that important. But But a lot of people know you, so I guess. I feel like that sometimes and then other times I feel like niggas just, you know. 
I guess, you know what's funny? It's like niggas know you by your interactions on Twitter. When you interact a lot on Twitter, oh, everybody is like, oh, yeah, I know who that nigga is. Then you go away from like Twitter for like a week, and niggas is like, who? You know what I'm saying? It's funny. Like, not just me. I'm just saying like the way that like social media works. But mm-hmm. ain't fucking way. I'm high as shit, too, um, so mind me if I trello. Uh, must be nice. Must be nice. Um, but is. you never finished. You didn't finish our, um, you said we was going to go to Denise, and then what? Yo, so after, like, and the only reason we're going to Denny's is who the fuck is going to look for us at a Denny's? You know what I'm saying? Well, clearly, yeah. we can't go to Denny's either. Well, we're not going to go to the Denny's. Like, we got to go to Denny's in like a, like, if we ride in the IRS, if we jump in the IRS and there's some certain people, I'm hoping that these people is in like a well-to-do neighborhood. So, yo, we'd be like the only motherfuckers. So it'd be like the only neighborhood that still got a Shoney's. Like a nigga told me yesterday, this nigga was like, yo, I used to manage a Shoney's. I was like, I wanted to be like, yo, nigga, how old are you? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like nigga, if you old enough to to remember a part of life where you managed the Shonies, nigga, you lived in a goddamn, you lived in a good neighborhood. Like, who the fuck still had a Shonies any fucking way? Um, so then, you know what I mean? <clears throat> we we lead we lead the Shonies, not in the same crackhead car. Maybe we in a whole different car. You know what I mean? We done went in the Denny's bathroom, changed our clothes and shit. We look like a fucking brother and sister duo that decided to hang out because you came home early from college or some dumb shit. And then, and then because we decided to be smart and had the crackhead rent us a fucking house somewhere, that's where you got the niggas tied up. We go down in the basement, we get your $800 back, beat their ass for a little bit more, and possibly leave them there. Blame it all on the crackhead. I don't know how how, how well that plan's gonna work, but at least I shut the fuck up the whole time. <laughs> you know, at least your whole plan sound way better than Baylor's. Cause I mean, it sound like we didn't even get away. Like, oh I no, we, we definitely get away. Should... Yeah, yeah. Baylor, so. Baylor talking about we getting shot and Paco gonna lie. He just gonna run. Wait, what's your word? So Baylor just gonna leave you standing there by yourself? That's what he was saying. Wow. He was shame like, on, shame on you, Baylor. Much, pretty much, I will just be in the car looking crazy while you're getting shot. Paco's lying and Baylor's running. Baylor's running, right? You just in a running ass car in the back seat, <laughs> <laughs> keys in the ignition, looking like what the fuck is going on. So I said I was going to be like, "Hey, they kidnapped me. I don't know what's going on." You probably be able to get away me. with that shit too. Real shit. It would look that like was. that. It would definitely look like that. Like, why she's just in the back seat by herself? You'd have to take off the gloves or something, though. I don't know. You can't... Like, and this is what niggas be fucking up to. You can't go all dressed alike. Now you look like... You know what I mean? You can't even lie and say you got kidnapped. Why you why you wearing true. the same shit they wearing? That is, uh, that is they made me true. wear this shit. Ain't fucking... Right. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but then here come Black Paco's ass talking about, uh-uh. She came already like this. Nah, <laughs> That's like crazy. That, that nigga, hey, look. Nope. That nigga gonna see that it's working and be like, well, that nigga got shot. That nigga ran off. Hey, they made me wear this shit too. I don't know them <laughs> niggas either. 
He gonna be looking at you to be like, uh huh, yep, uh huh. We we both was kidnapped. Hey, you might as well. Both of y'all might as well get the fuck up out of it. Fuck it. <laughs> if I'm if I'm dead and Baylor already halfway to Mexico, fuck it. You know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> Ain't no point in niggas going to jail if you can save your own skin. Shit. Think about it. Hey, yo, think about it. Is it wrong if you lie on a dead nigga? <laughs> I mean, you got a point, but. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point, but it's, it would never get to that point. Nobody's getting shot because, like you said, as long as we plan to where you don't have to say anything, we fine. Word. Real shit. <laughs> That's funny. Um. <clears throat> anyways, I'm super excited meeting all y'all at Smoke Free. All y'all seem pretty, pretty dope. I haven't had any issues with anybody, and I mean, y'all, y'all energy is just great to me. I mean, I don't know how it's gonna be in person, but I feel like it'll be the same in person. So I'm excited to meet you guys. Um. But I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm low key nervous because. I've been told some wild shit has happened, probably will happen. I think I'm just trying to, like, mentally prepare myself. Have you, have you heard <laughs> stories, or have you just heard, like, oh, some wild shit might pop off? Both. Um, Paco <laughs> has told me some stories. Um, okay. And then Baylor was just, like, some wild shit's going to happen. And then I've been seeing posts on Twitter, um... I, someone posted a picture of all y'all in the hotel and then like the story started in the thread and I was just like oh okay <laughs> but so yeah both did you ever so when you when you bought your ticket um on Eventbrite there's a section where uh it talks about like just hotels that you should possibly stay at that's close to the you know to where everything is live at um Shit like stay hydrated, bring sunscreen, blah blah blah. Did you see all the warnings? Did you yes. read any of that? Yeah. Did you see what the fourth one was? I don't remember. You're gonna have to tell me again. <laughs> you know, anytime you know it's a wild event. Anytime <laughs> the fourth, uh, one of the fourth things on the list is stay away from a certain somebody because he might try to eat your ass. It's about to be a good time in Vegas, sure. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah okay I remember now and even <laughs> Tyson told me some crazy ass story too and I was just like oh okay uh, re regard regarding that yeah yeah I don't know I mean I'm not ashamed to say it's me real shit listen okay so no, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it's me. If you go on the, if, if listen, for anybody that's in with the airdrop of my voice, thank you for listening so far. But listen, um, we all have a smoke free weekend, right? Um, April 16th through the 20th of 2020. On our Eventbrite, if you go and you check out everything that's offered, you'll get to a, a part where, again, it lists hotels and it lists things that you should and should not do. And one of those things is stay away from Penrose because he might try to eat your ass on the strip. When we was in Vegas two years ago, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Well, for one, I so when we was in Vegas like two years ago, I seen a young lady that I used to date like a mad, mad long time ago, right? And so, um, 
she also was the first chick that I ever ate her ass. And then, like, when I ate her ass for the first time, it was, like, in a very public setting. It was, like... Okay. It was like the it was like some weird romantic shit. Like I don't know. And so when we was in Vegas, I seen her again and I ain't gonna front. Like I tried to like do you know, get with Slim and it just wasn't popping off or whatever. But um so we was we was on a strip and there was another young lady who happened to be there and she reminded me of Slim. And so like we was chilling and we was talking and I was like, yo, I'm about to ask you something very disrespectful. And so she looked at me weird as shit. And I was like, but look, it's not coming from a disrespectful place. And she gave me like, she gave me the normal like side eye with the, with the smack lips. And I was like, I'm not about to ask if I can fuck you. And so that's when her eyes got big. And she was like, then what are you about to ask? And I was like, for real shit, after everybody get done hanging out, I just want to know if I can eat your ass. And so that's where that whole joke came from. Because... I ain't gonna front for that night. That's what I was on. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not afraid well, to. Well, I just like, looked it up again, and it definitely says. I just looked it up again, and definitely it's number three. <laughs> Stay away from Tim Rose. He's the number athlete. three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just try, we just trying to keep people safe out here. Oh, okay. Well, y'all, make sure y'all, um, when y'all buy y'all tickets, go all the way down <laughs> towards the end of the page. Is like right before the little flyer. Um, it has three little tips, okay? And it's the third one. But I'm not, I'm currently, I'm currently off the ass eating market, so you probably don't have to worry about that. Then again, so no, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're off the ass-eating market. Um, congratulations. Now, listen, okay. like, real shit, I would never just try to eat a chick ass off top. I don't know what the okay. fuck I was on last year or a couple years ago, but you got to be very special for me to stick my tongue in your ass. So, I don't even know how we got on the ass-eating topic. Let's, my bad. Oh, because you was asking, did I see the tip? No, I know. I know. I was just trying to, like, slide right past that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> nah, you good. Um, but yeah, I've been putting the smoke-free info in my show notes, so make sure y'all check it out again um, and come support. I think I have two of my friends. One of my friends definitely said he will come, but my other friend, she said she might come. But either way, if I go by myself, I don't care. Um, right. It's not a biggie because I, I mean, feel like... I know y'all, but I don't know y'all. Yeah, no doubt. Like, like every time we've done this, like, this is uh, going to be one of the biggest occasions. But, like, me and Paco have been, like, having, like, back and forth parties for a minute. Like, um, we used to do, like, this Cleveland-Ohio thing. And so the first time we did it, I mean, this Cleveland-Michigan thing or Ohio-Michigan, mm-hmm. however you want to frame it. Um, the first time we did it, it was all podcasters. The second time we did it, it was like podcasters and their family that transferred into them because they had already been going to Vegas as a as a friend group, just as a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they were like doing this every year anyway, and so that transferred into them doing um, Podpalooza in Vegas, which was really big. And so now, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna do Smoke Free in Vegas, and uh, hope that it just continues to grow. So. Um, 
you know, even if you come by yourself, man, that's that's always what it's been. It's like every time somebody, every time there's a new event, like we meet more and more podcasters, more and more podcast extended family, like people, you know, sometimes people bring their families out and things like that. So even if you come by yourself, you're probably not going to be the only person. You know what I mean? So, and that's 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 honestly what this is all about for us. At the core of it, like I tell everybody, at the core of it, it's really about. It's called Smoke Free because that's uh, he actually um, the original Smoke Free. He did um, he threw a party for himself, and it wasn't like a look at me type thing. It was really like he stopped smoking cigarettes, and so that's mm-hmm. really at the core of what all it is. Is it's a celebration of kicking addiction. You see what I'm saying? And so. Mm-hmm. We we broadcast it as a party because like if you can celebrate my fucking anything, why not celebrate a nigga? You know what I'm saying? Saying yes to being healthy. So uh, and then like I say, it's just a play on words in the sense of dropping all of your stress, dropping all of your smoke, like no smoke, so smoke free. So that's what it's really all about is bringing everybody together. We want people who've never had the opportunity to meet us and possibly you, you want to meet us because of the show or you want to fucking just come to Vegas and maybe this is your excuse or you want to network with somebody that you ain't ever networked before. Maybe you know that such and such is coming and you want to kick it with them. Whatever the case may be, like really honestly, that's that's really what it's all about for us. It's trying to bring everybody together and give everybody a chance to just enjoy each other. Like I know to a degree, again, in the small community that I exist in, I know my voice is still big enough. And so it's really not for me to be like, look at what I did. I really just want motherfuckers to come and be like, hey, again, me and the homie put this on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we didn't, like, again, it's, we we not doing this to say, yo, we, we Paco and Penrose or look at us. Again, it's more for, for y'all. We just want niggas yeah. to come and enjoy life. You know what I mean? Again, this is why, like, at first, we weren't... So, when we first did the thing and signed the contract and everything, it was a situation mm-hmm. where we couldn't have no alcohol at the event. Um, changed that. I don't even think we put that out there yet. But we, we like, talked to the people. And now, um, we definitely got it to where niggas can drink at the event now. Like, we're going to be serving alcohol at the event. But to, the reason I bring that up is because... On Thursday, when you get there at the meet and greet, you got free alcohol. You know what I'm saying? At the mm-hmm. toga party, you got free alcohol and certain other things. Um, we'll be there. Certain things will be. It's gonna be certain vendors there possibly that's gonna have certain things for you to enhance your uh, <laughs> your party time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Saturday at the uh, live event, you have the option to purchase alcohol through. Um, the bar that we're gonna have set up for for everybody um you know what i mean and then sunday we're doing certain just like little excursions so it's just like yeah i we're charging people to come and and, and enjoy with us but with everything that we're trying to put on like i said this is not about us this is about yours so come smoke free man let your head down enjoy yourself and come celebrate a nigga kicking addiction Fuck what Paco say. He always be like, yo, this not about me. It's not about me. Fuck that shit. Like, at the end of the day, that's where Smoke Free came from. It was a nigga kicking addiction. And if you niggas can't celebrate that, I don't understand what kind of unsavory fucking unclean animal you are. And yeah, Penrose said that. Like, <laughs> real shit. <laughs> and I support it. I endorse it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. You're welcome. <coughs> um, but that's dope. Uh, yeah, y'all definitely should check it out. <clears throat> I'm excited. Can't wait to do it. And it seems like it's going to be fun. Like, 
Yeah, man. I'm just it's excited. Gonna be live, man. I'm just excited because it's going to be like a little mini vacation for me. So, right. like yeah, last time I, we was there, we <laughs> all the girls took over. So, like, if you've never been to Vegas before at the Cosmo, which this was my first time partying at the Cosmo when I was out there with them last time, there's like um. Uh, I forgot what they call the rooms, but there's these rooms where it's like six thousand dollars, right? And it's like mm-hmm. this—it's pretty much like a huge ass like mini apartment. Well, coming mm-hmm. outside those rooms, you get, you had an option to buy um, a cabana, and so mm-hmm. when they had the pool parties, everybody who pays general admission—they're like usually all in this like really tiny ass pool, and it's dirty as fuck because there's so many people in there, right? So. Mm-hmm. By the bar, where the bar is, is where the pool is that you can, like, you know, either walk up to the bar, be in this little pool area, or go into your little um, mini, mini mansion joint that you to pay $6,000 for. So, there's only supposed to be a select few people in this pool. Long story short, we there for Palooza a couple years ago, and um, we all standing by the bar, and I noticed that little by little, like, the, the women that we with, they start trickling down into the pool. And into the, the pool that we weren't supposed to be in. And then it became a thing of like, niggas just start taking over niggas' cabanas. Like, the people that was like paying like $6,000 for this shit was like getting pushed over their own shit. Like, we wasn't even trying to be like loud or nothing. But I think everybody was like, yo, that water over there is nasty as fuck. And this water over there is clearing in the motherfucker. Like, it was a total difference. I don't know. But it's always so a good time. Over? Yeah. Like, we partied our ass off. Like, it wasn't nothing like we was, like, getting live like everybody was in, like, the main pool. But, like, mm-hmm. shit, the drinks was flowing. The dances was happening. We was inviting people, like, other chicks over and shit. It was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> niggas had this. Like, niggas went from just standing by the bar to now we sitting all down and then lying in the motherfucking pool and shit. Yeah. And the people that we, I don't know, man, motherfuckers is partying with us and shit. That's what I'm saying. Like we never go anywhere with 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 the energy of not having a good time. You know what I mean? Right. Everything, everything, because we wasn't like taking over. Like oh, we just about to invade y'all shit. Like niggas was literally like, nah, come on, come fuck with us. You know what I mean? So yeah. like the girls started it off, of course, but like they was like, nah, come on in, come fuck with us. So is because our energy is always about. Again, it's always about good shit. I can't promise that. You know what I mean? Everything's always gonna be hundred percent gravy. Life is, is a is a is a bitch. Life is a funny situation. And that's why we play the game. But at the end of the day, our energy is, is all about celebrating life, all about moving to the next level, all about, you know, getting the drills. So <laughs> it's gonna be a good time in Vegas, young. Like if you've if you've never been to Vegas, like you're gonna have a good time just because it is Vegas. If you've been to Vegas, um, as you already saw last night, Audrey, niggas is talking about going to the hood deep than a motherfucker. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey man, like this is it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time because a lot of the people that's gonna be there is people that's been there with us um multiple occasions like just through different occasions like i said having parties in indiana and ohio and michigan and vegas and shit so people like some of the same people go to all of the events so it makes it Mm -hmm. even better when you get to see some of the same faces as well so it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time if you if you get the chance to come out to smoke free pay your 44.99 and and come on out there 
Oh, I heard what? you ask. Yeah, what? Go ahead. What? You heard what? What you was about to ask? <laughs> Why $44.99? And not just $45? Be Honestly, um, because by theory, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you charge some, if you charge somebody a round number, it's a good price. If you charge somebody forty five, forty four ninety nine, it's a steal. Really? But that me, I don't know because I'm like low key OCD. That <laughs> bothers me. Like I was thinking, and, like, is there any way I can add like a penny to this? <laughs> because this is ridiculous. And my whole thing too was. Like, I don't know, man. I'm Penrose. Who else is going to charge you $44.99? Everybody is either $45, $44. There's no... Nobody takes the time to think about the way that people think. So this is your fault? Oh, yeah. That's my fault. I, I said that, though. The $44.99, yeah. That was on me. I'll take blame for that. Because there are a lot of people that's like, yo, nigga, why? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'll take full blame for that. <laughs> Because even my crew was like, just put it at forty five dollars. I was like, nah, niggas. Like, <laughs> I'm oh. telling you, just leave it at forty four ninety nine. Like, <laughs> this this was this was not something that was readily accepted. But I had to fight for this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, congratulations on your random win of forty four ninety nine. Um, I don't even think it was a random win. I think niggas was just like, man, shut this nigga the fuck up. Okay, forty four ninety nine. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. We'll um, go with it. So, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, $45, $45, y'all. Damn. $45, for $45, you're going to have the time of your life, man. And you, like I said, you get the network. You get to talk to a nigga like myself. Again, this is not to toot my horn, but if you listen to me, you know that I'm a, I'm a whole lot of motherfucking intellectual talk wrapped up in a thug-ass dad body. So, yeah, I like put the paws in there. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, I just, again, I just feel like it's going to be a really good time, man. For $45, you really can't beat the time that you're going to have. If you get the chance to break bread with us at um um the Hard Rock that Friday morning, uh, I don't know if niggas seen that picture, that picture that's circulating around. The crazy part is I'm not even in that picture. And me and BJ made it to breakfast late as shit, you know, like, we was on some other shit. For one, we stayed way too far off the strip. Do not, listen, if you've never been to Vegas, you can, listen, you can try to be a cheap nigga if you want to and stay off the strip. The only niggas I advise to stay off the strip is niggas that know how to navigate Vegas. If you've never been to Vegas, stay on the strip. Stop being scared of paying decent prices and stay at a decent place. Because if you stay off the strip, you're going to be niggas like me and BJ that's late to everything. It might seem like, oh, yeah, it's only a couple miles. But, A, if you don't know your way around Vegas, them Uber niggas and, and I mean, not the Uber niggas, but the cab niggas, because it's easier to catch a cab out there than it is to get an Uber halfway. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, they, like, fucking run you in circles. And then, you know <laughs> And then, like, half the time, it'll be like, like, if you was an adventurous nigga like myself, and you just like, fuck it, I'm not going to, like, spend the cash. It's only two miles. Two miles in Vegas, for some reason, is a very long way. Like, I remember walking two miles, nigga, the Stratus. That's where we stayed at, the Stratosphere. And we was, uh, niggas was in Fremont. And we was like, yo, we're going to go back. They was going back to uh, the Strip. And I'm like, yo, 
I'm not going back to the strip. It's like 4 in the morning. I'm not about to go back to the strip just to have to go back to the stratosphere. So we walked because it was like a two-mile walk or some shit like that. And that shit took me like 45 minutes just because of the way you had to go. I'm like, nah. So listen, if you've never been to Vegas, stay on the strip. Real shit. Caution yeah. to the tell to the wise. Real talk. I've only been there once, but I went when it was. I went for my birth, my thirtieth birthday, and it was um, in August. And just walking, Jesus um, Christ! Right, just walking down the strip, I thought I was gonna die because it was like two million degrees out there, and then the yeah. two miles did feel like twenty miles. So, yeah. yeah, don't don't ever go to Vegas in the summer. I learned my lesson. Trust me, never yeah. again. Like me and my best friend was out there, just like, why? Like, and then we couldn't even get in the pool because everybody and their mama was in the pool, and then it was just, yeah. Yeah, if you ever noticed, that's the cheapest time to go. August is <laughs> in the summertime because don't nobody oh, yeah. go out there. This yeah, is why, that's, it's death. That's, yeah, that's another reason we having it when we having it too, is because like. You can find some pretty cheap tickets around that time because that's when it started getting warm. Like, it'd be hot as shit in Vegas, huh? It's summertime? Fuck that. Every time I went before, it was always wintertime. <coughs> so, if you go in wintertime, it's like the perfect time. It's still hot, though, right? What happened? Could you hear me? Can you hear me? It kept going back and forth. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you now. It kept going back and forth saying you was muted. Oh. Uh, yeah, you can't hear me? Oh. Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Um, anyways, so, with the new year coming up, I want to ask you some I saw some a post on somewhere, some social media. Um and it's like nine questions to ponder before you wrap up the decade. The decade. So, okay. before I even ask you a question, do you have any like big plans for 2020, or are you just going to continue to do you? Uh, big plans. Um. Mm-hmm. Or goals, just anything. No, nah, I that you, um. Yeah. Nah, I mean, big plans, uh, I would say, without, like, being super specific, I definitely am about to change my career path. Um, mm-hmm. I also, like, like real shit, I said this on, on uh, we did a uh, wrap-up with Jackie, and I said this, I feel like I'm, uh, I don't know, in some way, shape, form, and fashion, in 2020, I feel like I'm going to be famous. I don't, I don't mean, really? I don't know if that's necessary, yeah, for real, like, I feel it. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be in front of the screen. Like, that's that's not saying, like, I'm about to be, like, some big wig million. I'm not, like, talking like that. But in some yeah. realm, whatever realm it is, I'm about to be famous. And I'm okay with it. Like, it's coming. Um, so, you, big plans. I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you want to be famous? Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck it. Hands down. I want to be wealthy. Really? I want to be more wealthy than famous, but I don't. I don't want to be like on the screen famous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, I think, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You know how many times like you watching a movie and you didn't probably seen the same nigga name rolling through the credits that had to do with like production or writing or whatever, and you don't give yeah. a fuck about his name, but that nigga is somewhere rich as shit, comfortable than the motherfucker, happy that you don't give a fuck about his name because he could still go shop at Walmart and nobody gives a fuck who he is. I want Very that. True. 
Very same. Very true. Very, very true. You know what I mean? So I couldn't imagine being a nigga. Like when I was when I was younger and then when we first started doing this this like podcasting and shit, I was the nigga mm-hmm. that was like, Yeah, I want my name and lights and all of that shit. But like mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine like being like everywhere you go, somebody all in your shit. That has to be annoying as fuck, yo. Like right. so I quickly changed my tune on that shit. I'm straight. Okay. But um sorry, go ahead. You were gonna say something else before I asked you about if you want to be famous. Or did uh, you forget? I yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I Cause you was, cause you was, you was just saying, you was asking me about big plans, and I was just saying like I had, I had said before. I also think I'm gonna pop another baby in 2020. I don't know why, but like, I just do. Like, is it something that I'm like saying I want to do? Nah, but I think the way my life is about to be set up, it's, uh-huh. it's like, like I'm a, I'm a very like, I think deeply about stuff. And I always mm-hmm. ponder, like, there has to be a, a, a reason for everything to happen. You know what I mean? Like, nothing just happens because we hit. So, like, I kind of feel like the way my life is, is 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 getting ready to be set up, I already got a kid that's about to be grown. So, it's, it's now easier to, like, be able to pass off a legacy to somebody because he's about to be grown. But I also feel like sometimes you want to raise a kid in your legacy. And so since I feel like that's just about to pop off of me next year, in the sense of like being a little bit more financially stable and in, in, in a quote unquote comfortable position, I feel mm-hmm. like for some reason I just I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm gonna pop another baby. I'm good with it though. Like I'm a good ass dad, so like I'm ready. But if How it don't happen, have... I ain't tripping. Huh? <laughs> How many do you have now? Um technically two. That's oh, okay. a long story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but technically, but okay. <laughs> nah, yeah. No, my, I, I raised my son. My son lives with me. I raised my son. And then um, when I was in the Navy, I had a kid, but then her mother got on some other shit, and it's, you know, a long story, so. Ah, okay, I see. Um, yeah. yeah, that's very similar to my brother's story. Technically, he has two, but I only know. Whatever. Um, right. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old is your kid? I'm a kid's about to be 14. Oh. Yeah, Mine's just 14. Yeah, I because I was I was listening to uh I was listening to y'all talk about like the different stuff y'all be doing as parents or whatever, having to deal with kids that age. Yeah. I know. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so since yours is about to be 14, like I'm trying to figure out I me mean, I was just talking to Autumn uh yesterday. I was on her show uh-huh. about the things these boys do. And she was saying how her son wasn't doing his homework assignments either. He was lazy, blah, 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 blah. Is this a boy thing? Like... It's 100%, yeah. Because, like... Ah! Yeah, so I... Okay. So, I don't know if y'all have the... um, Like, where you live, if y'all have that... The little app, the, um, the parent view app, where you can see, like, everything your kid does? Yes. Okay, so... If you're like me, it gets exhausting having to check that thing every day. It so, does. You know what I mean? So we do kind of work on the honor system until, you know, you give me a reason not to believe you. So he gets shit sent home and it's always like good shit. Like, you know, he he, he on his path. But they got these things called, um, uh, it's called uh, I, IMX or something like that. It's like just like some online extra shit, right? And mm-hmm. so 
every like couple weeks, I'll get these. I'll get these emails where it's like, yo, he got these many assignments that he did not do, and it's always the online shit. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, so <laughs> he says to me one day, and I'm like. <laughs> I felt like Bill Cosby in the, in the episode when he was cussing out Theo. My son mm-hmm. says to me, I'm like, yo, how do you have eight missing assignments in math? I say, yo, like, what what, what the fuck are you doing? And he mm-hmm. says to me, he says, dad, I'm trying to balance life with school. I said, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I said, wait. I said, you're trying to balance. I said, nigga, <laughs> that is the stupidest shit I have ever Motherfucker, what do you mean? Like, it is nothing for you to balance. So, yes, that whole thing of them, like, boys just fucking off assignments. It's because, like, a lot of times, too, I've noticed that even when girls are smarter than boys, sometimes boys have a little bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, if a if a kid, if a boy is, is, is smart enough to, like, hang with, like, everybody in, in his class, like, if he noticed that he's smarter than everybody or he's just as smart, he feels like his aim at being cool is, look, I could fuck this off. Look how smart I am, actually. I'm, I'm just as smart as y'all because I could say fuck these assignments and I'm still going to have better grades than y'all. It's almost, a, it's like, for boys, it's almost a way of swinging your dick. You ain't got nothing else in life. You a young nigga. You have nothing to show for yourself right now, but you're smart. And so a lot of, I feel like for boys, that's what it is, is I get to that shit later. Because they, they be so programmed now, they little hormones is racing. They want to impress the little girls. They want to be bigger and better than their friends. They got to be the best nigga at video games. You got to be the best nigga at basketball. You got to figure out how to keep this hair looking right. Like, they feel like they obsessed with so much shit, and they really not. Or that they, you know what I mean, got so much on their shoulders. And they really don't, but they teenagers. They We've been there. We've yeah. been there before. But yeah, that homework thing, that fucking off assignments, that is, because I don't, my my friends were girls, I don't hear them talk about that. It's always I said the thing. same thing. Every single person I've talked to that have kids, it's always the boys. It's, I never hear anybody say, "Oh, my daughter does that too." Nah, not the homework shit. My my friends with girls is like, girls test you way quicker <laughs> than boys do. Because right. boys be testing you on simple shit. Men are simple. We we're, we're the simplest creatures on fucking earth. So even as boys, we simple too. But girls, like, yeah, they, they, y'all, oh my goodness. Like, I used to look at some of the shit my sisters would do. I'm like, how do you bitches still have necks? How is nobody just ripped your soul out here? Like, y'all are, oh my goodness. My sisters would do shit that I could never even fathom doing. I'm like, oh, nah, like, granny gonna kill us. Daddy gonna beat them, uh uh. And then they would do it, and I'd just be like, how are y'all still alive? Like, this is crazy, so. But nah, that's that fucking off for real. I did that shit as a boy too, but anyway. It's annoying. Like you said, it's draining where I have to keep checking his grades and all that stuff. And I'm just like, this can't. And then, so I have three boys. So I'm just like, I can't do this three times. Yeah, that's a lot. Dealing with three boys has got to be that like show real shit. Listen, I'm 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 a parent that gets the parenting thing, and like I feel for every parent real shit. But let me tell you, for all of you parents that if you in the airdrop of my voice and you have babies and you have multiple children, <laughs> let me say God bless you. I don't envy your life at all. I listen. I will be your ear to cry on. Call Penrose if you need me because I understand parenting, but baby, I don't ever, ever. 
I look at my mother, like my my father and my mother and my how the fuck does y'all have all these kids? What are we doing out here? I just yo, I be worried about this nigga. I'm like, oh shit, this you know one person you involved in so much shit. Right. You got You got to worry about three of them at different times in life. And even though they might, they're gonna walk some of the same path. You know what I mean? You got to go mm-hmm. through the, some of the same rituals of, as far as school and growing up and all of that other shit. But um, damn, real shit. You just scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, this show. Nah, you good. The show I'm on. Shit, her kids be walking through. So I'm gonna keep it real. My man just walked in. I forgot I was supposed to be doing something. It scared the holy fuck out of me right now. I know, yeah, do you think? So, yeah, you might have to edit that part out for real. My soul just sunk to the bottom of because I'm like, yo, who the fuck is coming through my door right now? This is. <laughs> um, damn, I totally forgot what the. That shit just scared the holy fuck out of me. I totally just forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Ask me the question. What was we talking about? My bad. Um, no, you just said if. We have more than one kid. You, you oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't envy y'all, man, because like real shit. Like it's, it's again, they are gonna go through some of the same different shit in school and all of that. But like, mm-hmm. you gotta worry about three different individuals, and you gotta be a really strong person to 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 raise. You know what I mean? Multiple people. You you you're responsible for like multiple productive people in society. You deal with a lot, so you know. I applaud y'all, man. That's real shit. That's like Aww. shit. Well, I appreciate That's, you. Like, it is hard. From, from, I believe it. I believe it, yo. Like I said, I don't envy it at all. Like, I stay in Woodbridge. There's a laundromat back there. Oh, my goodness. I used to stay in um, Stafford. Did you? I did, too. Really? Yeah, when did you live in Stafford? I lived in Stafford like a long time ago, though. I hate Stafford. Yeah, I haven't been there since 2005. No, see, I lived in Stafford in like the mid, well, late nineties. Me too. I was raised there. Well, I'm in the way, but what? <laughs> Where'd you go to school? North Stafford. Shut the fuck. <laughs> when you when you go to school there? Two thousand two thousand four. All right, so you went there right when I left there because I went to South Stafford from nineties. 98 to 2000. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wait. You. I graduated high school. I'm from Detroit, but I graduated high school from South Stafford. I was like gang banging and shit, and I was getting in a lot of trouble. I'm sure my so parents. You probably know my first, my ex husband. <laughs> wouldn't be oh, surprised. Shit. And you probably knew my brother. They went to Stafford? My brother's name, Maurice. That name sounds familiar. You probably know him, and then my ex-husband, um, Brandon Boyd. Brandon Boyd. That name sounds familiar and shit too. Like I'm gonna be real. I blocked a lot of staff out. I hated this place. I hated that place, young. Yeah. Like, well, Brandon, he, he's from Woodbridge. Uh, I don't know, cause like from back then, if they ain't go to Stafford, I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy as shit. Even living out here now, I don't really fuck with nobody from out here. I had came out to this area for a totally different separate reason than I'm out here now. But I'm just like, I just decided to stay for a little bit. Uh, I'll never go back. Trust okay. me, I want to get the I want to get the fuck away ASAP. 
So. I don't blame you. <laughs> but that's so, that's crazy that we lived in the same area. And did you live in Cali too? Yeah, I was in um, Burbank and then I moved to Bakersfield. All right. I used to live in San Diego. Oh. Huh. So. Nowhere, no, yeah, nowhere near where you was at, but right. No doubt, no doubt. I get with you in a minute. Oh yeah, we'll be back around. No doubt. Look, shit. If you ain't catch me in the middle of the record, you know you could have got your ass, but. <laughs> she, <laughs> hey, thank Audrey for saving your ass and embarrassment. Oh, uh, is that who's on the phone? Huh? So that's who's on the phone? No, not Audrey, not the Audrey. No. Oh. This is this is somebody that nah. You have to listen to podcasting and know who I'm talking about. Oh shit! So y'all niggas is recording the podcast and legit having a whole conversation. Yeah. 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 True. That's what that's what podcasting is, young. You got if you can't talk to the person that you interviewing with, like, because I literally just thought I was like, yo, you might have to edit this part out. I'll be right back. And like, now I'm fucking here talking with you. Like, life happens. Y'all gotta go back and redo some shit. Nah, we just gonna pick up where we left off. Duh. Watch, I'm gonna get this. I'm about to have a little channel, a little smoking. Exactly. Niggas do it all the time. But that's wild that <laughs> we're from, well, not from, but live in the same right, area. Yeah, and especially like you say, like you was, you went. So like you grew up in this area, even while I like we was in the same area. So like you remember then. Well, like, this area wasn't shit. Like, it wasn't shit hit. Yes. Yeah. Like, but for real, like, all on Route 1, the only thing on Route 1 was, like, like especially down in my part, it was, like, Staff High. It was, like, a cow farm. You might see, like, a fast track gas station and shit. Right. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a lot of shit. Like, that's crazy, yeah. Last time I was there, I went in 2016, I think. And I was, like, because my parents were, well, my dad's still um, backwards. My okay. mom, she left. But when I went to go visit, I was like, geez, they really, like, built it up. Yeah, it's totally different. Like, Stafford got a whole different high school now. For real? <laughs> yeah, South Stafford is, they got their own, there's a, because I went down there, I had to go down there and get some transcripts, and I was yeah. just like, yo, like, what the fuck is this? And, like, when I went, because I, I put the GPS in, and I was like, yo, why is this address different? So I just went to it, and it was a totally different school and everything. Like, they built them a whole new school. It's crazy. But, like, the whole area is built up down there crazy. So. Damn. That's... Yeah. I don't know. I was supposed to go for um, Christmas, but I didn't go because my dad had the shingles. So. Oh, yeah. But I hate going because I don't want I don't want to run into people that I went to school with and try to, Dude, like. I... Hate that <laughs> the shit. fake small talk and all that. Like I just yeah. hate it. So like every time I go, I never tell anybody that I'm there. I just go and then like when I come back, I'm like, oh yeah, I was there last week or whatever. Right, right, right. I feel like yo, I did. So I ran into this person I went to school with, and the motherfucker act like she didn't know who I was, and so mm-hmm. I just responded in a way like I I told you I'm only gonna be a dick if you give me a reason to. Like you know for a fact who I am because. Of certain situations, but since you wanted to act like it, she was like, yo, she was like, nah, I don't remember you, and I was like, oh, for real? I was like, yo, you, you grew up in Heather Hills, and she was like, yeah, but you know, I just can't place your face, and I was like, for real? Like, Derek, like, you know what I mean? You you, you grew up next to Quincy, da 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 and she was just like, you know, I don't know, and I was like, yo, so ain't you the same girl 
that like we came home from school one day and they had the whole neighborhood blocked off because your father had barricaded him and his, him and your sister up in the in the house and wouldn't let nobody in. He had a gun to your sister and she was like, oh 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 so so um yeah so you did grow over me, bitch. Don't try to play me. I mean embarrass you like you know you know who the fuck I am. Don't do that to yourself. That's I was probably wrong for that, but yeah. We had the same um situation like that in my neighborhood. Shut up. I swear to God. <laughs> in my neighborhood, we had a same situation like that. It was the last house on the corner up the hill. Um, and some shit like that happened, too. And I remember we couldn't go over there. They had, like, the whole neighborhood blocked off and everything. <laughs> the funny part is her house was the last house on the corner at the bottom of the hill. Like, what the hell? <laughs> real shit. Real shit. When you came into our neighborhood, it was called Heather Hills because it literally was like it literally was like that. Everything was a fucking hill. And it was like mm-hmm. this big community. But like the main road, when you came into our complex and drove down the main road and went it literally to the bottom at the hill is her court and her house was the last house on the fucking left. Yep. And her dad had it. like we got off the bus. And they was like, where you live? And I'm looking at these niggas like, why you got I'm straight from the city still. I'm like, why? And they like, what do you mean? Why well, like the cops and shit? I'm like, why does it matter where I live? And then like, I don't know, like cops in white areas back in them days was slightly different. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's just because we was kids. I don't know. But they was like explaining shit to us. And so, yeah, old girl, her pops, like, then the kind of crazy part is the nigga didn't have nothing in the house. There was no gun in the house or nothing. Like, the nigga was just saying this shit. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it was because why they didn't just go in and, and kick the door in or whatever. But, like, they mm-hmm. had to stand off with this nigga who really didn't have shit in the fucking house. Like, people would sleep in the house. Like, like when she, when the real story came out is that, mm-hmm. like, the mom, I want to say the mom was in the house sleep, the brother was in the house sleep, and the daughter really wasn't paying this nigga no attention. And this nigga had called and said that shit, like, yeah, I got my family barricaded up in here. Like, it was some weird shit. Like, these, oh these, these you don't blame the Lord, you blame the whites, okay? <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Oh. So, but I don't know. I'm, what, my bad. Go ahead. I'm glad because uh, everybody dudes are like, "Oh, you from Virginia? Where you from?" And I say Stafford, and they look at me like I'm crazy because you know, don't nobody know about Stafford. But I always exactly. love hearing that when people be like, "Yeah, I'm from Stafford," or "I'm in Woodbridge. I know where Stafford's at." Blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, um, uh, Dan from uh, Screws's Loose Podcast. Mm-hmm. He's from out here. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, like one day, like it took me, like it caught me by surprise too, because I made a, we did a show called, uh, nigga, I, what did I call it? What, um, Newports and niggas from North Virginia. And I was talking about how I felt like niggas from North Virginia was soft as fuck. And so <laughs> one day he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, I'm pretty weird, but I don't feel like I'm soft. I was like, "Are oh, you from out here?" So he, I think he's from Alexandria or some shit. And this nigga was telling me this story about uh, we was talking about it on Twitter anyway. And he was talking in a thread about uh, how he it was this girl from back in the day, and he he wanted to mess with her, but she wasn't the cutest. And mm-hmm. so because we was talking, I think we was talking about like R and B music, and he was talking about he would put this one tape on. And 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 it would play the whole time he was driving. And this nigga said he would go from Alexandria to Spotsylvania Mall. Oh, 
Uh. I was like, do what, nigga? I was like, he was like, just so I wouldn't be seen with this girl. I was like, bro, that wow. is like, right. That's a crazy drive, dude. <laughs> right, that's not right up the street. And then the traffic is horrible, so. Thank you. Yo, nobody believes me about the traffic. Niggas think I just be talking like, like regular traffic out here. Like, nah. Nah. I hate the traffic out here, yo. It's that's worse like, now than it was back then to me. I believe it. Like, every time I go, it, I'm always in traffic. And I'm, I'm quickly reminded of why I don't want to go back. It's yeah. just horrible. I can't wait to move away from here, not not even from the and like that's the only the cost of living in the traffic. If it wasn't all like if, if the cost of living wasn't fucking ridiculous and traffic wasn't stupid, this would be a really great place. To be <laughs> honest, it's like, right. it's like um where I was at in Cali, it reminds and I said that too because it was like the place I well when I moved to Bakersfield it wasn't as expensive, but they was like yeah. um it's still Cali is expensive. I was like it just reminds me of Virginia, like it's the same right. price. Right. It's for, ridiculous. For just, yeah, it's ridiculous as shit. Like, I'm telling you, coming from Detroit to come here, like, oh my god, for what I pay for a fucking three bedroom spot, as opposed to what's like, I don't know, this shit is crazy. What I pay to live in Northern Virginia, young, some niggas pay for their mortgage. Like, it's oh. crazy. Like, it's oh. crazy. So, yeah, I'm trying to get the fuck about it at some point though. But anyway, but yeah, that is weird. That, that's crazy. We lived in the same area at the same time. Right. Huh. That's crazy. That's funny. Um, but anyways, um, are, we so back, we, are we back to the nine things of pondering? Yeah, I was say, before we went on, on a whole different tangent. Um, right. Yes, nine questions of pondering before you wrap up the decade. You said 2020, you feel like you're going to have another kid and you're going to be famous. Um, I hope that does happen right. for you. Um, but let me see. I'm not gonna go over all nine questions, but I did want to ask this one. It says, "In what ways, big and small, have I grown?" Ooh. In what ways, big and small? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, in the small way I've grown, I say is. I don't. I don't like to feel like I've done anything small, but it has to be somewhere where I haven't changed that much. Mm-hmm. And I would honestly say, uh, probably in like the way that I just. I don't know because there's so many. I think there's so many ways I've grown big and so many ways I've grown small. So I'm trying to think of one that's actually worth talking about. If that makes <laughs> sense. Um. <laughs> um if I had to say it honestly, and I, I don't want to sound like fucked up when I say this, because I honestly think this is a good thing. I feel like in a small way, I've grown in my parenting. And I I'm, and I say that because I feel like I've been an awesome parent already. Um, mm-hmm. I do understand with the changing of a child and the changing of time, certain ch- parenting ways have to change. But mm-hmm. I think I've been like a dope-ass parent like this entire time. So I think in a very small way. That's probably where I changed. Um, and in a big way, I've probably changed in financial literacy and patience. Um, oh. uh, and, and if I had to actually wrap it up without it sounding cliche, I would say in, in the in my outlook on on life. Um, mm-hmm. 
and for I guess for everybody that's you know that's a different thing, but I'm starting not starting to realize that financial literacy is is key, but understanding actually what it takes to be financially literate, and mm-hmm. also what it what it what it takes to be financially free. And the ways to get there. Sometimes we hear sacrifice and we don't understand the way to make the actual sacrifice. We hear these lessons in different terms and get different advice and get told to read different books and take different classes. But nobody really sits us down and says, yo, follow a structure. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, so or you get like 15 different structures and you don't know which one best suits you because you don't know why. Your financial situation is in ruins. Everybody's financial situation that is in a bad place is in a bad place for different reasons. So mm-hmm. every you know everybody doesn't have the same help. All. So I feel like that's where I've grown is by actually taking the time to, to look at my situation and be like, yo, living is one thing. Like existing is one thing. Being able to like say like, yeah, I paid my bills and yeah, I was able to go here after doing this. Like that's cool, mm-hmm. but like. Being financially free is a totally different thing. And when you can see that it's really not that big of a difference in the way that you have to live life, you just got to be very disciplined. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. So I would say that's probably the biggest spot, biggest place that I've grown. Hmm. Those are good answers. Um, Thank you. I like that you said patience because I feel like that's the biggest thing for me because I, I sent you a message earlier. Um, because we was having some technical difficulties. And my, I have no patience whatsoever. But I feel right. like I am slowly becoming a more patient person. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, or my children are forcing me to be more patient. But, like, I'm quick to be like, fuck it. I don't want to do it anymore. That's why I was like, you know, if you're anything like me, I don't have any patience. If you want to reschedule, that's fine. <laughs> because... Look. The, the, reason I, the reason I didn't respond is because old me definitely would have been like, fuck yeah, let's reschedule. <laughs> like, because I feel you. I hate when that shit happens. Like, I just want to turn the computer on, press record, and everything work like it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Those, and then when you got children and you got shit to do, those minor hiccups sometimes fuck your timing up on everything. Right. So, I feel you. I feel you. I've definitely been that person to be like, nah, fuck this shit. Let's just do this shit some other time. Right. But like you said, patience. So I'm still that That's- person though. But I, I I do before I say fuck it and give up, I kinda like it takes me a little bit longer to get to that point. So I'm kinda proud of myself for that. So for me I feel like that's a big growth in my in my life. That's um, I feel you for me too. That's why I have a rabbit, is is for patience. Really? Yeah. Like my 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 pet, my in home pet is a huge fucking flimmin' giant rabbit. That's crazy because my oldest looks like not getting. He wants a rabbit. He wants the name of uh, Mr. Hopkins. <laughs> and I it's was a, like, it's a, it's a lot of work. Well, it depends on how you're gonna treat the rabbit too. Like what? Because a lot of people just like if you have a small rabbit, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But like my rabbit is huge, so like she tears up everything. Not everything, but rabbits have to chew a lot. So they I always heard. are, they're like rats. Their teeth grow constantly their entire life. So uh-huh. you always have that, like, so for me, for her to be so big, I feel like keeping her caged up all the time is, like, horrible. So I let her out. So if you don't, like, rabbit-proof your house, they'll fuck your house up. 
<clears throat> so, wow. Yeah, because okay. they, like, I mean, it is simple stuff you could do. Like, um, you can, like, you can, like, take uh, vinegar, like, just, like, distilled white vinegar mm-hmm. and a little bit of dish soap, put it in a bottle, like mm-hmm. a spray bottle, mix that shit together in a spray bottle, and then spray, like, along the baselines of your house. That way they don't chew into the walls. Because they will if you don't give them something to chew on constantly. It's the weirdest thing. Walls, cable cords. Like, one day I came home, young, and, uh... So, they're smart, right? If they get to chewing on something and they realize it's, like, electrical, they'll leave it alone. So, you you don't have to really worry about anything that's plugged up being chewed through, like them killing themselves or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the 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 way my uh, house is set up, there's one wall, there's a light switch that controls the whole wall, right? Mm-hmm. So, my, um... My new girlfriend, she didn't know that if you turn that light off, it turns off everything. And so she turned the light off one day leaving the house. Well, I come home and I go to turn my PlayStation on, yeah, and it doesn't work. And I look in the back and the fucking cord is bit straight through. The mm. rabbit and bitch, I'm, yo, because they chew on the cords and shit like that. So if you're going to get one, just rabbit proof your house is all I'm saying. Because they will teach you patience. <laughs> Man, trust me. Mm, no. And you gotta uh. clean that cage every day. I'm just giving you. And then again, I do have a huge rabbit, so my rabbit shits more than normal rabbits. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just played with the idea just because I like the name, Mr. Hopkins. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I feel. I feel. Um, but okay, small growth. I don't know. Um, what? Oh. Big girls and small girls, it were big yeah. ways you, or small ways you've grown. Yeah, I don't because I feel like everything. Well, for me, everything's big. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why when you ask me, I'm like, I don't really can see because that's the only thing I, I don't think I've really changed. I think I've 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 grown with it, and that's why mm-hmm. I think it's a small growth because it's not something like that I set out to do. You know what I mean? I think parenting yeah. is just like, I'm going to do this. I got to wake up every day regardless of what I want to do. I have to do this every day. Like, when you're a parent, if your children are gone for like a week, you feel like you're just like won a fucking lottery. You know? like, like, just from the standpoint of like being able to have time to do other shit. You know what I mean? Because when you're a parent, like you're 100% invested in that child. Even when you're doing your own thing. You'll mm-hmm. cut your own shit short to make sure that those children get what they need. And I mean, and rightfully so. That's what you're supposed to do as a parent. But I feel like people like people without kids don't get it. No. People without kids don't get like, they be like, yo, why you can't come do this? Or I got my kids. Or I got to do this with my son. Or I got to take my daughter here. Or I got to, you know what I mean? And yeah. they just like, well, you know, you just did that last week, nigga. This is I, this is a full time thing. Like I'm a parent. <laughs> like it just temporarily or, stops, or you can right. just say, "Fuck it, I'm not. I don't want to parent I'm, today." <laughs> right. Or they they sleep. Okay, what happens if they wake up and need something? Like right. Like you know what I mean? Now that my son is older, I do have the advantage of of doing certain other shit that I didn't have the advantage of years ago. Mm-hmm. But like when you know when you got like a a toddler or that. That seven to like twelve range is still mm-hmm. a weird ass range. Your, your kid is still wake up and f- make a mistake and burn your house down. <laughs> right, and you know I mean? luckily for me, I have all age groups. So, yeah. Yeah. So 
you got to you got to watch your eye out for everything. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. People without kids don't get it. I remember I dated a girl before I had kids, and she was like, yo, when you had kids, you're going to be ready to tell motherfuckers to shut the fuck up, too. Because she used to always be like, yo, don't say shit. Like, you don't understand. And then I was like, yo, it's a fucking person. Nigga, you got to do certain shit. And then I became a parent, and I was just like, oh, shit, she was right. Like, you just... <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you got to raise... Every kid is raised different. Right. Yeah. But anyway. So, with the small... I mean, I guess I could say the same thing, too. Like, um, just little minor changes. Because like you said, you made a good point. Um, as kids get older and so like, and times is changing, you kind of do have to, like, switch up your parenting style. I've realized that I do have to parent each kid differently. Because, like I said, my oldest is 14. My middle kid is nine, and then my youngest is two. So I've learned over the years how to, like, adjust my parenting when it comes to each kid, um, but still treat them all the same way. So I guess that's, like, that could be a small, like you said, a small little growth. um, Because, like, it's just something I don't think about, I guess. So when I sit down and actually think about, like, what I'm doing and whatnot, it, it makes sense. Um, but like it's parenting. Who really thinks about how they parent? They just do it. Yeah, I think the only people that like think about their parenting is like shitty parents. You think so? Yeah, because like people who are decent parents, even if you're not the best parent, even if you're not that parent that's like put your kid in all of the fucking extracurricular activities, or maybe you didn't make it to order basketball. Even if you're not like the elite parent. Just to be a decent parent, you don't have to think about it. Your kid comes home, your kid shows interest in these things, and then they don't show interest in certain things. And then there's certain things that just as a parent you feel like that they should be doing, and mm-hmm. you formulate how their life is going to go. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as as a good parent, you allow your child to put input in on what they want to do because they still are a human being, and then mm-hmm. you formulate life off of that. You know how life is going to go because you work, you pay the bills, you know how the money is, is divided out, you know how your time is divided out, and sometimes our kids are either at the leisure or at the haste I'm, you know, at, of, of how our life is designed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So shitty parents, though, always have to think, like, yo, did I do this right? Did I do that right? Did I do this wrong? Did I do that wrong? Not saying that as parents, you don't think about decisions that you've made. Could it have been different? Could this have been right? But you just, you parent. You know what I mean? You don't have Mm -hmm. to think. Was my kid wrong right now? No, I'm about to chastise you because I know that you're wrong. Now, if you think later, like, yo, did I handle that situation a little wrong? Did I come off a little harder than I should have? That's just parenting sometimes. But when you got to constantly think about your, your 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 parenting skills and you constantly on an everyday basis adjusting what you do as a parent, you're shitty. As fuck. Like, I feel like as a parent, you know who those children are. You know what I'm saying? And as time changes, mm-hmm. yes, your parenting, your parenting is going to change in order to fit with the narrative that is that is going on in your life. But it's a, mm-hmm. if it's an everyday constant today, you mad, tomorrow, you the happy parent and you giving them everything they want. Then the next day you coming down on them because you had a bad day and then, then tomorrow you want to act like, nah, stop it. Like, you're <laughs> shitty. It makes sense. That makes perfectly good sense. Okay, I get it. Mm. Oh, I 
like the way you think. Oh, I well, thank you. <laughs> I like the way you think too. Oh, so thank to, you. <laughs> we, we seem to be on, on on a general wavelength of dopeness, and I appreciate it. Yes, That's I feel like, so far. Like I said, so far I think everybody in the podcast community, y'all are all pretty dope. So, and it really? makes it makes it easy to record with and talk to because honestly, again, I have never talked to you before this. Like, yeah, real shit. And it seems <laughs> it's like we're sitting here talking like we've known each other for like forever. Right. Oh. Like I literally I literally asked you to hold on so I could back up a quarter. <laughs> I feel like we was on FaceTime and I just blacked the screen out like nah she can't see this. She can hear everything I'm talking about, but nah, we're not gonna record this. So. <laughs> oh goodness. But nah, that I mean that makes that makes it dope, like Again, I feel like when it comes to a show, especially if you're like the person that like either edits decently or just doesn't edit at all, sometimes the conversation is what really makes the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, and what's dope about like being able to talk to people, I think, in the power world is I remember at one point when I got very, very toxic. Again, mm-hmm. when you're in a small community, you become quote unquote famous very, very fast. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about myself, I'm just saying people in general. It just, it, it became a place where it was like, ugh, do I even really want to know these people? And right. I think everybody felt that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, to have the energy back to where it's fun again and it's it's just, you know, I want to I wanna continue to talk to different people and know different people and all of that shit. Like, this right here, though, is, to me, very rare. Because, like, you're right. Like, this is the first time we've ever actually spoken, like, vocally to each other. So, for it to be this authentic, it's been dope. Yes, I love it. Um, and I appreciate you for even hitting me up, wanting to be on my show. And I was meaning to hit you up. I was waiting on you to follow me back. But I, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> I already know. My bad. My bad. <laughs> because when I was listening to your show, um, I was like, "He's okay." So this is what initially made me want to hit you up because you say. The way you talk, I, I only hear Virginia people talk like that. Um, for real? Like, yeah, some of the words you say, like, I I usually know when someone's from, from Virginia by the way that they say certain things. And one of the episodes... Oh, because, like, all right, but go ahead, my bad. One of the episodes, you, I don't know what you were saying, but, like, you were just saying these key words, and I was like, he's from, he has to be from Virginia, or, like... Because I say ja, I say ja a lot. Yes. Like, and my ex-husband used to. And I think that's what it was. And I was like, he got to be either living in Virginia or he's from that area. He has to be. And then when I see on when you tweet, your location is on it and it says Virginia. And then I think yeah. I asked um, Papa one time where you were from. And he was like, well, he's in Virginia. And I was like, I knew it. I freaking knew it. Because like I said, I don't run across a lot of people that's from Virginia. But when I do, it's like... I automatically can recognize they're from Virginia because of what they say, like how right. they talk and all that stuff. And I instantly heard it. I think I heard it the first episode. And then I was like, okay, I'm tripping. And so I was like, let me <laughs> listen to another episode. And then like the more I was listening to y'all show, I was like, yeah, he definitely, he, cause I know you said he was from Detroit. I said, but he definitely lived in Virginia or he still lives in Virginia. Oh yeah. Like, like real talk, that's the, that's the one word from my head that I picked up yep. that I, I won't let go of. Like, 
I say job about everything. Like, yep. they, they, you know, either job or hella. And that's yep. from two different coasts. That's the crazy part. But, like, I say job a lot. Yeah. Real shit. Like, and, and the crazy part is a lot of times, most people just roll with it, but you can tell they don't know. Like, they, they you pick up, they pick up on what I mean, just, I guess, by my tone or whatever. But a mm-hmm. lot of people don't know what job mean. It's like, um, there's one other person, Queen Poison. She from out here. Actually, I mean, there's a few people from out here. Poison from out here. Baby Huey from out here. Um, uh, fuck, uh, Jack shit, Jackie from fucking, uh, not Southern Virginia, she from, like, Central Virginia, um, John from Virginia, it's a lot of people from out this area, um, so, you know, but yeah, you picked up on it, for sure, because I say Jai, like, a hundred times a day. Yeah, and my ex-husband, <laughs> he, he's originally from, um, Alexandria, and, okay. It, that's every other word. Every right. other, and I, at one point it used to annoy me, but then I got used to it. And like right. I, I know a lot of people from VA, they say it too. So I would say it's the only sentence. place where you can you can call a nigga Bama and get into a fight. Yep. Like, you remember that shit growing up? If yep. You call a nigga Bama, niggas for real was ready to fight. I used to for be real. like, yo, this is the wildest shit. <laughs> like, they. That I remember like being at a insult. Well, yeah, what's the name of that one park, man? Um, fuck, it had the park, it had like the baseball field at it, it had a track at it, it had like a cave out that joint. Cause I remember being out there one night, we was playing ball and like some bat sand flew out that joint. I forgot the name. It was like a huge park, but any fucking way, um, we was out there, and I remember like this is the first time I had ever heard this, and I just remember some young young had filed another. That's another word I picked up, young young had filed a nigga. And uh, he was like, you Bama? And Yan was like, yo, you got to chill. And he like, nah, nigga, you's a Bama. He was like, call me a Bama one more time. And I was looking at my father. I was like, yo, are they for real about the fight? And he was like, you know, my father, older nigga at the time. And he fr- he from Detroit. He looking at these niggas too. Like, fuck is y'all fighting over? Like, niggas for real got, you know. And then once I got introduced in the high school out here, like, I learned that niggas for real was upset about being called a Bama. Yeah. But it shows you how, like, how disconnected the world was still back in those days just as a country because you didn't want to be called a Bama as in Alabama because it meant you was a country-ass, bum-ass nigga. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And we don't we don't even think about Alabama the same. You still think about it as the South and you can still make your Southern jokes about it, but it was disrespect to be thought of yep. to be from Alabama. That shit was nuts. <laughs> yeah. That shit is nuts. It's funny. And now Virginia want to be the South so bad. Listen. <laughs> Everybody from here. Are we from the South, bitch? No, yep. you're not. No, you're not. You're from, you're from the lower East Coast. Like, right. shut up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But you're right. Bama definitely was the word. Like, if you caught anybody Bama, just, you might as well just go ahead and prepare to throw hands because... I don't know what it was, but yeah, that that's hilarious. It, right, it was something about the energy behind that word. Young youngest was ready too. Right, we, and, we about and, to scrap. And they would say it with like such force. <laughs> such yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like if it's almost as sometimes if a white person calls you a bad man, you almost want to be like, did you really want to call me a nigga? Like, right. what was why was there so much force behind that? Like, right. <laughs> I think, I think now I'm fighting for my respect and the race. Like, I don't know <laughs> like what you meant behind that. Like, right. real shit. And it's funny how you have to assimilate because I got here and 
Youngest was saying that word, and I was just like, I don't care, like, whatever. And then just living here for a while and hearing it and picking up on it and then realizing, like, okay, it, it is disrespect. Like, going from just being like, I don't care about this word to mm-hmm. having to assimilate and just be like, yo, so you you are being disrespectful when you say this. So even though I can get less than two shits about this word, now I still got to fight you. Like, I want y'all to recognize, like, that's like if you think about it as a person, it's weird the way you have to live life. Because you can't just be like, yo, I want you to recognize that I don't really care about this word. I'm not taking it as an insult, but you're using it as an insult. Right. So now I got to bust your ass. So <laughs> it's like white people saying nigga. They were like, but I didn't mean it. Shut the fuck up. It's not about whether you meant it or not. Right. You know you weren't supposed to say that. So now I got to spank you. You have to learn a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I Listen, I don't advocate violence. for It's only a few reasons I feel like you should be violent. And it's like, if a nigga put his hands on you, a nigga put his hands on, like, your wife or your children or some shit, yeah. and it's definitely not warranted. Or if, like, a white person calls you call you a nigga. Anything else, you could probably talk it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, other than that, like, you know. And, like, yeah. white people, for real. Like, if, you, if you're listening to white people, it's still not okay. It's not okay to joke about it. It's not okay to, like, try to, like, sneak it in to see if it's cool to say around somebody. It's not. Just... Error on the, on the side of caution is just don't say the shit. Right. Or when they try to rap it or sing it. Yeah, it's not okay. I, and then and then please don't hit me with, but you say it all the time. I don't give a shit how many times you hear me say nigga. You're not allowed. You can't. You just can't. It's like we respect certain words of y'all's. It's like nobody told me that I can't say cunt, but I'm black and I choose not to. Be, just be white and choose not to say nigga. How about that? We y'all can keep cut because we think that's a that's like a horrible, disgusting ass term anyway. Yeah. That like white white trash people invented, and so we don't want no parts of it anyway. And two, like just don't say nigga. Like I even hate when white boys be like, yeah, my homeboy he's a wigger. Don't say that either. I still like I like the fuck are we talking about? Like, it is, you know, I find it weirder that the older I get, the more I find myself explaining to people, like, yo, nigga, it's about to be 2020. How are you still, like, not, uh, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know. Clueless to everything? To what you're you not supposed what? to be saying? You understand how they're still clueless to what they can and cannot say? Yeah, I mean, I, I am, but I'm not. Because I did say on somebody's show one time, I was like, uh, um, Kind of, this is kind of on the same page, but not because to me, I feel like the black plight is like the strongest plight ever. Like mm-hmm. nobody can really re- relate to to what we've been through. So like when you when you use certain terms and you and you act like you don't get it, I kind of feel like like you're wrong for that. But I also feel like in certain situations, maybe a certain shit I don't get because I don't understand like. In certain like in 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 uh, in the transgender community, when you have to use certain pronouns and and just like the cis hat and cis this and change like yeah you know what i mean so i feel like in certain situations if it's new like this is all new so i'm allowed to be ignorant in the sense of i I need to learn mm-hmm. but like nigga, niggas been niggas and black been black and white been white since the beginning of the time it's 2020 like learn how not to say certain shit you see what right I'm so, but I did make a statement, and I want I want your opinion on it too, because I, I I don't know. Like I did this show, I don't expect everybody to have seen it, but I said, 
in the transgender community, who's the most toxic person? Mm. It's niggas that decided to be women. Because niggas took that toxic masculinity right over over the female world. You ever notice that women who became men are not like pressing a lot of agenda issues? And when I say agenda issues, I'm talking about taking certain things and making them bigger than what the fuck they need to be. It's more niggas. It's more the niggas that became women. It's like, yo, you got to say this. You got to say that. You can't say this. You can't say that. If you do say this, I'm offended. Niggas are toxic. (laughs) <laughs> you're right that I'm sitting here thinking about it you're right yeah women that became men are just like yo trying to live my life I got married we trying to figure out you know how to coexist in this world it's all it's the niggas that became women and it's always because A nine times out of ten women that become men you don't ostracize them as much because lesbians have been accepted way more than gay men through the mm-hmm. through the history of life mm-hmm. so even women that, that that become men, we've already halfway been linked to seeing it because of quote unquote dyke women and studs and whatever the fuck you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But niggas that turn niggas that like make the full change, I feel like we ostracize gay men from the beginning, and so if a man d- decided to to make that full change as people we ostracize it even more so you steadily pushing somebody away so that ma- that that toxic shit like niggas is just toxic anyway you see yeah. what i'm saying so like since it's not as accepted anymore you decided to make a change and because the lgbt community is accepted way more than it was 20 30 years ago you feel like everything is supposed to be accepted. And because it's not as accepted as you want it to be now, since you can't be a toxic-ass nigga anymore, you just decided to be a toxic-ass woman. Y'all niggas need to calm the fuck down. That shit is not okay. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> For real, man. I was a little bit more graphic on the on the other dude's show, but it's just, it's not. It's not okay. I just got used to the fact that you got a pussy. Stop trying to oh teach me new vocabulary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh for real. <laughs> and this goes back to that black sheep thing. Maybe this is where it comes from. I have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't really edit. Well, I don't edit, but this one I will edit because you took that. I'm saying like I'm a I'm a listen, I'm okay with anything. Like even my man's walking in, I don't care. I just know that we've been on for like two hours, so I don't know like how you wanted to chop this up, but listen, all yeah. my episodes so far for season two, all my guests, we've all went uh, for like two hours, which is crazy. Oh, okay, but bet. It's been two hours of like great content. So it's always none of my episodes are let well when I'm talking to somebody, none of them are less than an hour and forty five minutes. Oh, okay. So you're no fine. No time, <laughs> Trust no me, you're fine. Um, but I am going to wrap it up because little one is about to wake up and I got to go feed my turn. So, For sure, I feel you. I feel you. Um, I definitely appreciate you joining me. It was just great. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I was nervous because I was like, I don't even know what to talk about with him. Like, I don't know him. I don't, you know, I, like, I was on your Twitter trying to, like, think of things to right. talk about. But it was just so organic. And it was just. It flowed yeah. perfectly. 
I feel you. That's how I like to be. So I get it. If you ever want to crack this case again, we can go at it again. Like I'm always down to talk. <laughs> of course, definitely have to. Um, but I do like to end my show with you have to leave everybody with one piece of great advice or motivation that they could take for the week, for the rest of their life, whatever. It could be anything. Um. Okay. Um. Don't don't live a fruitful life behind blind eyes. What I mean by that is, don't be afraid. Don't don't have all of your 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 your, your gifts be bottled up and live fruitful on the inside because you're afraid of what people on the outside think. There's always going to be somebody who thinks this shit is whack. There's always going to be somebody that's going to judge you. There's always going to be somebody that actually tells you that it's whack and it's only because they're jealous. At the end of the day, the world needs art. And whatever you do, regardless of if it's not singing, writing, dancing, poetry, painting, whatever, art is whatever you make it. And the world needs yours. So do yourself a favor. Take your shades off and let your fruit let your fruit fly. I guess. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, hold on, boys. I like that. Um, no doubt. All I got is um. Actually, I got nothing. Hold on, let me think of something real quick. <laughs> I just, you would think I'd be more prepared for my own show, and I'm never prepared. Um. Okay, we're starting a new year, 2020. Leave all the bullshit in 2019. Don't dwell on it anymore. We're in a whole new decade. Just be great. Focus on what you need to focus on in 2020. Um, take a chance to sit down and actually think about the big and the small changes you made in the last decade and think of ways that you can improve and make yourself better for yourself and everybody else in 2020 and the years to follow after that. Real talk. And that's all I got for that. Um, again, Penrose, I appreciate you joining me today. I'll have all of his information in the show notes. Y'all should definitely check him out. His show is great. Um, him and Paco are amazing together. Um, y'all know the deal. Y'all know I make cakes. Make sure you check out the website audicakes.com. Um, make sure you follow on my social media too for audicakes. It's um, sorry, my phone started talking. Um, audicakes. It's audi underscore cakes on IG and Twitter, and on Facebook it's audicakes LLC. I'm still working on changing that because I'm no longer LLC. But I feel like I've told y'all this every single episode. Uh, and then make sure you follow the podcast page, Odd Tales Pod on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, hopefully, you guys show up for Smoke Free Weekend so I can see all y'all. Oh yeah, um, it's gonna be great. And again, Penrose, we definitely. I was telling Paco the other night because I recorded with him yesterday too. Um, right. I, I want to. I need to get you him. Baylor and Chris on one episode together. Oh, wait. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of fuck shit right there. That's a lot I of know, fire. but I feel like it's going to be great. <laughs> it <laughs> will be. We need to make that happen. Um, I'm down for that shit. Oh, wait. <laughs> we just got to plan it. So, yeah, be on the lookout for another message from me um, trying to make that episode happen. Maybe that could be Let like the season finale or something. 
Hey, hey, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Shit. It can, it can be. It can, hey, it might be the post smoke free week uh, episodes. You never know. Oh, Shit. that is a good one. I'm definitely not. Oh, yo, too. If you come in the smoke free and you can bring your shit, I would advise that you can. If you are a podcaster and you can mobily bring your shit, I would advise that you do so. Um, only because you never know when an opportunity is gonna pop up for you actually to be able to network and actually do a show with some of the people that you just never had the chance to. It's always dope to do shit live. So, yes. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's what I got. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I love talking to you. It was great, especially finding out we from the same area. That's dope right. Fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, as a matter of fact, so my man just and I know you got to get to your kids. My man just texted me back and was like, um, "Hold on, wait, wait a minute. Does your brother have like a what is this?" Does your brother live in Cali at all? No, this isn't your brother. Is this your brother? No. No. Did you? Because my man was like, "Yo, is it was his? Uh, is your brother short?" No, he's tall. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Wrong nigga. <laughs> I was asking niggas in Stafford. That's what I'm saying. See, it's crazy. We like grew up in this same area. But anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna hold you up. I know you gotta get to your kids. My bad. No, you're fine. But okay, um, I hope y'all have a good week, good weekend, good whatever. I hope you bring in the new year um, safely and with friends and family, whatever, how you, however you celebrate. And I'll catch y'all on the next, next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.